na 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 Y'all ready for this? Yeah! Welcome to Buffy Speak, everybody! High energy! Oh, yeah! That's how you reel them in! We watched season 3, episode 20, Prom. We are so close to being done. We are really, really close to being done. And I didn't realize, like, uh... Like, you know, I knew season three was... Oh, if you're hearing talking in the background, that's my roommates. Um, but uh, I didn't realize, like, that they're getting out of high school. Right. It's and, weird. Uh, I don't know. Like, it, it's crazy that, like, they're moving on to something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I don't know. It was just... This episode was just kind of weird. And the, the supernatural aspect of this episode is a fucking joke. It's a footnote. Like, it's it absolutely has like next to no place in this uh in the show and but the, it's so funny i was laughing so hard at this the things a- like uh the guy at one point when i okay so the plot of this one if you're uh if you need a refresher there's this guy and i guess he's like a graduated senior or like he is a senior or something like that right and um he a graduated senior what is that um, just a but, graduate is what that is. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he, like, he's got these hellhounds, and he's training them to, like, uh, hate people in, in formal wear. wear, yeah. So that they'll attack everybody at the prom. And at one point, Buffy, like, you know, she confronts him, and uh, she sees that he's got, like, three empty cages, and he's like, my fiercest babies are already <laughs> on the way to the prom, or something like that. Like, they just really, like, played with it. It really just has absolutely nothing to do with the episode. Right. What this episode is really about is our little gang graduating high school and just moving on, and I was so... Guess how many times I cried during this episode. Um, three. Twice. I cried twice. 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 I cried two times, which is two times today? more than I think I've cried in a long time on Buffy. Wait, did you cry today watching it? Yes. Oh my god, even though you've seen it before? Yes. Because, um, A, this time I care a lot more about Buffy and Angel. Yeah. And B, the class protector speech always yeah, makes me cry. That's when I choked up because it caught me off guard, which is crazy because I think with the amount of time that I've spent on the internet, I feel like I think I knew that, but I guess I forgot. Or, um, it's like, just... whenever whenever the guy got, like, when Jonathan stepped up to the mic, I was like, oh, she wins prom queen or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I thought. And then it was class protector, and they made her this little umbrella for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was so, so sweet it was so sweet it was very heart like just heartwarming fun for the whole family so nice um okay so let's walk through this so we start with like so buffy and angel are like thrown off from they started getting thrown off like before the mayor had Mm -hmm. that speech directed at them where he was like y'all are crazy do you think that you're gonna make it right um and so they were a little off before then but like we just thought it was like a you know classic buffy angel Mm -hmm. but it's not and uh they're really just like not on the same page and you know buffy's really excited about prom and and angel (laughs) is like what like can you imagine being 243 and being asked to go to a high school prom i would feel weird about it too 
I'm 20, and if somebody was like, do you want to go to prom? I would be like, what? No. No. No, I don't want to go to your prom. It's just so weird. And then everybody would be, I mean, I guess no one cares because freaking Cordelia's dancing with a teacher. Oh my god. Buffy's dating, Buffy's dating someone who has seen the bicentennial. (laughs) Like, from all the centennials. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's this weird scene where, like, Buffy's talking about prom and Angel doesn't really say anything. Like, he's just kind of making, like, half-assed comments. But he doesn't say, like, he's going, but he doesn't say that he's not going. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we're, we cut to, uh, everybody being at school. And, um, oh, yeah, another thing that happened that was, like, wow, they're clearly off is that Buffy, like, throws the curtains open at one point and, like, sunlight gets in and, like, burns her boyfriend when she, like, knows... That was crazy right. to me, that she was like, you know what's a good idea? Me to throw back the curtains <laughs> to check to see if it's sun outside. Which, like, by you- the way, I'm sorry, like, sunlight is never that bright. No, it's Like, not. it's, it's not. never so bright that it will, like, shoot a laser across the room at you <laughs> in your bed. Yeah. yeah, but still, but still, if you have a vampire boyfriend, I feel like you should I know. be predispositioned to peak. You have to peak. I know, and, like, yeah, and how many years have they been? They've been dating for over a year. Definitely, yeah. Like, at least a year. Maybe a year and a half. Well, they met when she got there, and she's been in school for three years. Yeah, she she did her sophomore, junior, and this is her senior year. Yeah, so they've been dating for, like, three years. But did they start dating? Yeah, they did. They started dating at the end of season one. I mean, I guess if you take off the whole, like, half, second half of season two. Yeah, and you, oh, when he's a bad guy? Yeah. Let's just say they've been dating for two years. (laughs) Okay, we'll give him two. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so she's, like, a, she's, she's, like, not really being aware of his vampireness and he's not being like aware of her humanness and they're both kind of being like why are you acting like this when they both know but yeah i don't know they were just like so not on the same page then we cut to at school and xander's talking to anya and she's like i know you don't have a date for the prom do you want to go with me and he's like yeah sure i guess or whatever yeah he's like but and well, um i'm i'm getting i'm getting i'm getting a phone call in the middle of my who dares um, my friend Harrison, which is classic Harrison, if you knew him. Um, and so, and then we cut back to the mansion, and Joyce goes to Angel's house, which is, like, nosy as fuck, as mm-hmm. usual, right? Like, he's always, um, my mic stopped recording. Okay, wait, so anyway, so Joyce is there, and she is, like, being weird, like, telling Angel that, that he needs to, like, break up with Buffy, I guess. Yeah, Which, it was... I mean, and, I don't know. And it's, like, two weeks from prom. Yeah. And her mother... Because I get... Okay, so one of my complaints, whenever Angel does finally break up with her this episode, um, mm-hmm. I was like, why is he doing this right before prom? Yeah. And, like, I get it that, like, he doesn't get that. And and Buffy even addresses it in, like, the very next scene. Like, Willow, Willow says to her, like, why would he do this two weeks before prom? And yeah. Buffy's like, well, he doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. But Joyce gets it. And it's still like, yeah. you know what would be an opportune time to break up with my daughter? Right before prom and right before graduation. Like, right. at these times, I don't know. It made no sense to me. And, I, I like, I know what she's saying, but it was just like, why now? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so basically she's like, there's some hard ro- or hard choices up ahead. Don't let Buffy uh, make the wrong ones or something like that. Yeah, like, you're old. Like, you and I, we're old. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, which Buffy's I still, still a kid. I still like I know Angel's two hundred and forty three, but I just don't put him in the same category as everybody else. And I feel no, like the adults I feel like the adults consider them in his in their category. Yeah. And Buffy consider Buffy and the rest of the gang consider him in their category. And it's just like he's neither. He's uncategorical. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Words are hard. How old is David Boreanaz and how old is uh, Christine Sutherland, who's not related to Keither? Keefer? Keith. Oh, is Christine Sutherland Joyce? Yeah. Okay. Christine Sutherland. Um, yeah, it's weird. I think that's true. And it's yeah. kind of strange because, I mean, Joyce looks older than her, obviously, because she's, you know, a human. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, Joyce, what are you doing? Her heart is always in the right place, but she makes such silly decisions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Do you agree? Which, yeah, which is, you know, mom's... I feel most of the time. Um, my mom is perfect. So, uh, my mom is my mom's pretty chill. Yeah, I don't know if my mom mom. would ever do this. My mom would never in a thousand years show up to my boyfriend's house fourteen days before prom and say, "You know what? You should break up with my daughter." That is not what would ever happen to me. I have a friend who shall remain nameless, whose parents are awesome, and I love them, but they can go a little bit far. And, um, one time when we were in seventh grade, um, my friend was dating this guy and her mom was like, he looks like the devil. He looks like the devil? Yeah. She thought he looked like Satan. She said that to him or to her daughter? To my friend who I almost just named, Uh um, (laughs) to my friend who was dating this guy who was Hispanic by the way. Oh, goodness so gracious. that might have played into it. SMH, to say I the very know. least. To I know. To say was the like, very least. She, she, was, she told me that when we were in, he was really hot. But when we were 13, <laughs> we're like, your mom thinks he looks like Satan? Yeah, I, I mean, to a, to a slightly racist white woman, I, a religious woman as well, I feel like the devil would look like a, uh, a hot Hispanic man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like that's evil in a in a racist eyes is uh is an attractive person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, I always knew the devil would be attractive. <laughs> I always knew he'd be sexy. He lured me in. Um, okay, anyway, maybe that's what Joyce thinks. Maybe Joyce is like, mm. oh yeah, maybe she thinks he's Angel's too he's too good he's looking too to be yep. <laughs> to be around. We got to kick this guy out. Okay, so then after that, we cut to the library, and uh, they're just kind of, they're they're doing the thing that they do every episode where they're kind of priming, like, okay, what's going on, or what has been going on, and what's going to happen this episode. Yeah. And uh, so they're Hell talking about- Hellhounds have not been introduced yet. Right. And so, um, so they're talking about the Ascension, as per usual. Yeah. And uh, they don't. They know what it means. They know that it's a, a human turning into a demon, but they don't know like what the process. But there is. are so many demons that they like. There's really just no way for them to find out. Like, yeah. How to prepare? Yeah, no way. Um, and so they're still trying to figure that out. And then uh, Giles is like getting mad at them for talking about prom dresses like while they're studying, and right. I'm kind of like chill. But yeah, for real, just like take a breather. I know. Um. And so, like, that's kind of the gist of the whole scene. It's just kind of like, this is what's been happening, and uh, this is what's going to happen this episode. It's uh, it's prom. It's prom, everybody. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, we cut back to the mansion. And uh, Angel has this horrifying nightmare about... Yeah. Um, oh, like, I have... I didn't know this. So, Patrick was... Um, I started this episode last night. Uh-huh. And my boyfriend was watching it with me. And Buffy's wedding dress, I thought it looked pretty good, but Patrick was like, it's so basic, it looks like the props person, like, just made it. Right. Like, it's very, like, it has a, like, a very poofy chiffon-y bottom, and a kind of a simple, looks like, honestly, it looks like cotton. Yeah. Like, top. Uh Uh-huh. It was designed by Vera Wang. What? And y'all were sitting there being like... Being like, damn, that wedding dress looks shitty. <laughs> and Vera Wang. That was like, wedding, I looked it up, and that wedding dress is designed by Vera Wang, who also designed Sarah Michelle Gellar's actual wedding dress. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Worlds so, collide. I know. Buffy and SMG. Wow. Um, yeah. So, and another designer who I don't know designed her prom dress. Okay. So, um, they don't I didn't get, like they don't get named dress, now. By the way, like, I don't know if that's just like 90s style, but I'm just like, really, Buffy? Because Buffy has such good taste. Buffy's always, like, dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. And then she shows up in, like, this flesh-colored prom yeah. dress with, like, it a brooch It was weird. It was, like, it was, like, a primrose kind of color. Like, a very, like, dusty, light pink. Yeah. I didn't think it... I, I wasn't crazy... I mean, she can pull off anything, but that's, I wasn't crazy... That's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, what a cop-out. Um, I liked... Did you like... I mean, obviously Cordelia looked good. Uh-huh. She, like, her dress was very, like, simple and kind of, like, I think, like, you could wear that, like, any time and it would work. Right. I thought Willow looked really good. I thought Willow looked so great. She looked so great in those, like, uh, you know, the simple, like, spaghetti, spaghetti dress and, like, form-fitting dresses, you know? Yeah, she's so pretty. I I wasn't crazy about Anya's. Uh, yeah, me neither. neither. I didn't really like the print on it. Too so much. I think I think for this week's fashion segment, I think Willow and Cordelia are the winners. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, okay, wait. So what was happening? Oh yeah. So he has the nightmare. So they're getting married, and oh, it's yeah. just it's just in this in this nightmare. Angel and Buffy are getting married, and it's just them and the priest in this church, and then they're walking out towards the light, and you know, like the music is building, and Angel's like kind of looking around, like, wait, am I about to walk out into the sunlight? And right, they walk and out, does. and he's like, oh, I'm fine. And then he looks over, and Buffy is burning alive. <laughs> and then he wakes up. And then he's like, okay, no, I really do have to break up with her. Um, yeah. And then he go- he gets up, and he goes to see her, and they're going on patrol, and, like, they follow this demon down into the sewers. Yeah. And uh, where the... Always a good thing to do. Yeah, just always just hop down jump down a storm drain or something. My roommate jumped down a storm drain last week because she knocked somebody's laptop into the nor- into the storm drain. What? Yeah. And it was dry down there because it hasn't rained here in a while. But she got on the ground and like... But it would have broken, right? Because it I fell. Guess it, I guess it didn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but she like got on the ground and scooted down into the <laughs> storm drain. Like the ones that are on the curb. Also, that's how it gets you. Yeah, I know. Like, that's literally how it gets you. I know, I couldn't believe it. She walked through the door and I was like, hey, Alex, how's your day? And she was like, uh, oh, I uh, climbed into the sewers. Um, and while Alex was down in the sewers, Buffy and Angel were down there, too. Yeah, and <laughs> none of them got anyways. killed by clowns. Yeah, um, and Angel's just kind of being, like, more of a dick about prom. Like, it's like, okay, you're gonna break up with her. You don't have to, like, make her feel bad about 
being He's a like, teenager. I don't think you need to be thinking too hard about this. Yeah, and like, and she's like, uh, why not? I know. And he's I like, think... I just. <laughs> <laughs> I think from his perspective, he was saying like, like, because she was invested in prom specifically under the idea of like her and Angel going to yeah. prom, and so I think that's what he was saying is in like, I don't think you need to be as invested in uh this as you currently are. Read us. Yeah, right. Which, Which is sucks. Slap oh, in the man. face. Like, like there's just, I don't know. Breaking up with people is hard, but I feel like there's always a better way that you could do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, it's always going to be, like, if one of you doesn't want it, like, it's always going to be like that. Which sucks. Yeah, but, like, like just... A, don't bring it up in the sewers. Right, yeah. <laughs> B, Excellent don't do it point. two weeks before prom when the girl that you're dating is clearly into prom. Like, he keeps being like, I love you, I love you. And I'm like, if you loved her, you would have stayed with her for two more weeks. Would it have been worse, though, if he had gone to prom with the I, with the oh, knowledge that actually, he would have broken up with her later? That is a really, really good point. Because he would have been, like, like later, like, right after graduation, he would have been like, okay, I'm gone. And she's like, what? And he's like, I've been planning to do this since before prom. And she would have been like, then why didn't you do it before prom? Because now... I thought we were going to be happy together all through college or whatever. That is a very good point. That is a very I good feel point. Like, I feel like either way, no, this was she's the right way. crying into Willow's lap on her bed. Yeah, but at least with this, because like, uh, okay, so you know when you first break up with somebody and you, like, say, say you're breaking up with the person that you went to prom with. And you're thinking about it, and you're like, oh, remember when we went to prom together? We had so much fun! You know? Like, yeah. that's how you think about it. But if he... If he, if he did what Angel did, and like told her, then like at the end of the episode when he does show up to prom, they have that dance with that understanding. That's and, see, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it actually does make it easier. And also at the end of it, then she would have been like, "Wow, he literally went to prom, and I made him do all this stuff, and he didn't right. even want to be." And he with never even anymore. wanted to yeah, be with right. like. He was thinking about getting out of town the whole time. Yeah, like, all he Which, was like, thinking about is just leaving my ass. So, I think... I mean, it sucks either way. By it the does. way, Sarah Michelle Gellar couldn't stop crying, and set had to be shut down for 25 minutes. What? When did she cry? when they broke up, when she was crying, like, into Willow's lap. Oh, okay. That's, what, that's the scene I was asking for. She, she couldn't, couldn't... stop? Like, she actually couldn't stop crying. Why? Because she... I mean, I think she... Well, she was, was super Was it Sarah young. Michelle Geller or was she, like, I... like? I'm sure... It, okay, was what? it Sarah Michelle Geller as Buffy being, like, I can't stop crying because I'm thinking about Angel? Or was it Sarah Michelle Geller being, like, I started crying for the scene and now I can't stop crying? <laughs> because those no. are two very different connotations. Because yeah. the second one, it's like, what's wrong with Sarah? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, no. I started crying and now I can't stop. Yeah, no, it was, (laughs) it was, it was, um, more, like, character bleed, I think, I think she was just so upset that, like, and I think, well, even, you know, we've talked about this, even to this day, she still thinks that Buffy should have ended up with Angel, so, I think that she, um, she has this attachment to him, since she had never really done anything before Buffy, and it's such a huge role, and by this point in the series, like, She's done so much. Right, she has. Um, and, like, she United and Angel... Was United States of Terra after Buffy? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I didn't know. And the it would be in the I think maybe I'm I'm banking on like 2004, 2005. That's I'm exactly usually what get, I was gonna say. I think it's, I'm uh, usually right about these things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so United she probably States got that part terror. because of Buffy. Oh yeah. Um, when did it start? It started in 2009. What was I thinking? Wow, <laughs> fools! <laughs> All of us. Eggs on our face. Um, okay. <laughs> but so, yeah, so that kind of made me like super sad because I love her and I think that's like oh God, poor baby yeah like she she was super young and this was such a huge part of her life and now yeah. like and can now you like the person like like okay so she's in her third season right and she yeah. she this is her first part really and uh, like in the industry and three seasons in and you have like this whole cult following and I just can't imagine how attached you would be to that part and about how like I just can't imagine the drive you would have to, like, keep showing up and, like, keep giving it 110% with -hmm. this type of thing. Like, because I've, uh, I mean, I just finished that horror film class, actually. Yeah, by the way, everybody, we're in summer mode. We're done with school for the semester. I graduate tomorrow. Beth graduates with her master's degree in art journalism tomorrow, and everybody's very, very proud of her. And by everybody, I mean me. (laughs) And Um, you, dear listeners, you're proud of me, too. Yeah, you have to. I'm telling you. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I'm in that, I just finished that horror film class, and we were talking about Buffy in in, uh, a section that we were talking about cult followings, and Mm -hmm. I just, like, I'm blown away. Because, I I mean, obviously, before I started this podcast, I didn't know anything about Buffy or, like, uh, the the community or anything. Um, But, yeah, okay, so Buffy gets dumped. (laughs) In sewers. It's very sad. Post-sewers, she... That is when I cried. That's the first time I cried. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. so sad. Um, and then she's talking to Willow on her bed, and she's just crying and talking about how Angel's right and about how... Because he makes a great point. He's like, you deserve someone who can touch you. You know, like, you deserve yeah. somebody that you can have sex with, and you deserve somebody who can give you children if that's what you want. And she's saying, like, you're jumping the gun, but the thing... I don't know. I think it's very, very hard for people when having a child is not an option. Like, I think, I think it's hard, like, I think it's hard on even, um, like, homosexual couples who they can't, I don't know, I feel like even that'd be hard. Well, there's, like, a, I mean, um, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist and I don't really know, like, (laughs) I, I am not a chemist, that's a deep cut for you George Carlin fans from the 70s. Wow. Um, Yeah. Uh, there. But, um, so, like, there's a biological imperative, like, in all of us to want to reproduce, like, uh, I think. I know, I know that, like... That's why you can kind of figure out how sex works without ever having sex. Yeah. Or, like, studying it or anything. Like, you can kind of get the gist because it's a primal instinct. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I mean, and not everyone wants kids, but right, there's yeah. like a biology, like for a lot of people, some people, I think, you know, whatever there's, right. I'm not a chemist, but, <laughs> um, uh, so I mean, and Buffy, I don't know, maybe not, maybe now she thinks she might not want kids, but who knows? I mean, I don't think she ever would. I don't know. How There's only you? I can How only think of you? one instance in the in the canon where a Slayer has kids. Yeah. I just can't imagine being a Slayer and having children. Because, like, 
I mean, that's like, uh, you know, Peter Parker dating Mary Jane. Like, Mary Jane mm-hmm. always gets captured and held as hostage. Right. Because her boyfriend's Spider-Man. And it would just be like, I'm the Slayer. Anytime somebody wants anything from me, they can hold my kid hostage. And I'm just right. going to be like, sure. Yeah, it, it would just be like such a, what's that called? A Cass- hassle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kids are hassles. Don't have kids. Um... But yeah, so Willow and Buffy are sitting on the bed, and they're just talking about how how right Angel is, and about how like it just it just doesn't make sense. Um, but she is still crying, and she says, "I can't breathe, Willow. It feels like I can't breathe." And um, I too was dumped by my high school boyfriend, and it feels exactly like that. And I was just so touched and sad. If I was if I was going to have cried during the, I, I got choked up. Then that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, like, a really, really heartbreaking scene. Um, and then we go, oh, yeah, and all of this is intercut with, (laughs) with, like, three second shots of this, like, orc, like, thrashing around in a cage. And, um, and so it's just, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar crying, this monster in a cage. Sarah Michelle Gellar crying, monster Mm -hmm. in a cage. (laughs) And then, um... And then where do we go? Oh, uh, we're at the dress shop where Cordelia works. And um, Xander finds out that Cordelia is working there and that she's not shopping Mm -hmm. for a dress and that she's paying off her prom dress on layaway and she's working there to, like, try and have a dress. And then the orc shows up and he jumps through the window and he tackles Xander and then he looks up and there's a guy there who's trying on a tux and Mm -hmm. he attacks the guy in the tux. Yeah, and, uh, he like looks for he like looks at Xander, looks at Tux dude, and yeah. goes for Tux dude. Yeah, um, and wait, where did the hound go? After? I don't know. Did he run out? Yeah, I think he left the the store. I think we must have cut away like while he was mauling the guy <laughs> or something. Yeah, I just I for the life of me, I can't remember. Like, did somebody kill that thing, or did they just like let it go? I guess. Uh, yeah. But regardless, uh, Cordelia and Xander go to the library and they're talking about the orc. They're like, wait, so he went for the formal dress guy? And Cordelia is actually the first person that figures out yeah. that he has a predisposition to attack those in formal wear. And, um, oh, and at one point, like, somebody asks Cordelia and Xander, like, what they were doing at the dress shop. And, Cor- and Xander was like, oh, I was messing with Cordelia. She, Oh, yeah, he says they were both just shopping for prom dresses. And so he, like, covers up for her the fact that she's poor, which is still such a weird thing. Like, I don't know. She's, like... Her dad... We found out her dad, uh... Oh, yeah. He's got arrested for tax evasion. Yeah. Or tax fraud. Yeah. And, it's uh, fraud. And so now she's, like, she doesn't have that... It, it actually was kind of sad. I guess I was kind of blowing it off. So, like, she can't get it... She can't go to any of the colleges that she got accepted into. And she can't stay home, either, because she doesn't have a home to stay in. Yeah, they've, they've foreclosed her home. Yeah, and so it's just... She, like, things are not going well for Cordelia. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in the library, Xander covers up for her, and they figure out that, like, he's predispositioned to formal wear, and that's where they go from there. And then, um... Oh, and they figure out, uh who the guy is, because they can see, uh, they watch the security footage, and they can see this guy in the background, and Oz recognize him, and it's, like, points him out in the yearbook, and so then they're like, okay, so we gotta figure out what this guy is, and they figure out that the hellhounds eat brains, and Buffy's like, well, they've gotta be feeding him somehow, so she goes to this, like, The butcher shop. Yeah, okay, butcher shop. It features heavily in 
Buffy. Um, I just can't imagine. I was thinking about that because, like, that's, you know, that's where, you know, a lot of people go there to get their blood. Like, yeah. that's where Angel. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, this and, like, the more, like, mortuary. Yeah. They've got to be, like, lucrative businesses. Like, Truly. you don't even need to go to college in Sunnydale. <laughs> you yeah, just you need to, just like, open up join. A, a blood shop. <laughs> yeah. Fresh blood. Get your blood here. Um. <laughs> And this is something that I found out. Okay, so wait. So Buffy's like, okay, they've got to be feeding him brains somehow. Where are they getting the brains? Let's go to the butcher. And they go there, and the butcher's like, mm, yeah, I recognize that guy. Yeah, he buys yeah, brains that's about exactly twice what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, I know him. Weird kid, though. And uh, <laughs> he, he and, orders cow brains two, three times a week. And I'm and like, so, why doesn't anyone oh, yeah, think and then he goes, in this town? He goes, here's the address. And, like, hands her, <laughs> hands her all the information she needs. This is what we're talking about, the supernatural plot just being, like, a like a one-off. And then it's the most hilarious thing happens. Buffy sees Angel, which, like, <laughs> okay, so you know the first time that you see your ex after you've broken up is, like, yeah. the most tense thing in the world. It's like, when am I going to see him? When am I going to see them? And they see each other at the butcher shop where they're both, like, being like, oh, can I get some <laughs> brains? Can I get some blood? And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And they're having this car- So, like, they approach each other and they do the usual, like, well, you look, you know, good. And, like, they do, like, that awkward thing. But they're just surrounded by cow carcasses. And it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought it was hysterical. Um... Oh, and Angel's being so weird, by the way. He's being like, I miss you. Please let me help you. And it's like, bro, like, what? Bro. <laughs> like, get with the program. You, you ended know? this. Yeah. It was so frustrating. And, like, and to be perfectly honest, in the breakup, I don't feel like Angel did a great job. I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. I was going to go back to it. I just didn't want it to happen in general. So I started going back and right. critiquing the way that he was breaking up, which is unnecessary. Um, but yeah, so he's, like, being all, like, oh, let me help you, and Buffy's, like, oh, I don't need your help, and, uh, then Buffy leaves, and she goes back to the library, um, and it, she's, like, I got the address, y'all go to prom, and they're all, like, no, let us help you, and she's, like, I'm not joking, y'all go to prom, because she's, she's pissed, because yeah. shit never goes right, ever, for her, mm, and no. she's, and she does so much, like, she saved the world how many times now? And yeah. she just doesn't get anything. She gets dumped by her boyfriend a week before prom. She gets, uh, you know, like, the her graduation day is gonna be the day that the world ends and all this different stuff. <laughs> and so eventually she's like, but of course because she's Buffy, because she's sweet Buffy, she goes, um, terrible things are happening to me. I don't want them to happen to anybody else. Yeah. So she's like, everybody go to prom. Everybody enjoy their night. I'm gonna handle this so that y'all can live the normal life that I want. Right. And I love her for that. Which is, which is just, she's such an, like, I love her. Yeah. I love her. I love Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so they all leave and, uh, yeah, Giles is all worried about it and then Giles realizes why she's not going to prom and he's like, Angel's not taking to prom, is he? And Buffy's like, no, which is an awkward <laughs> conversation. And then Giles is like, I understand this sort of situation requires uh, ice cream. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, uh, I don't want any ice cream right now. Maybe later. I have to go kill this guy. Oh, and then she says, like, the great thing about being a slayer, kicking ass is comfort food. And I was like, yeah, girl. Yeah. I like that line a lot. Um, 
And then they, oh, okay, so then everybody's at the prom, and Buffy is off. Like, she went to the address that the uh, the helpful busher gave her. <laughs> and then they're at the prom, and Wesley is being super gross. He's Such like, a creep! He's watching the door, waiting for Cordelia to walk in. Giles is watching the door, waiting for Buffy to walk in, because he wants to see if Buffy finished the job. And mm-hmm. Wesley's watching to see if Cordelia looks hot. Which she does. And she walks in and he chokes on his chips and salsa that he's eating. And Giles is like, are you okay? And then Wesley's like, oh, the salsa's just hot. And then he looks at Cordelia and he goes, mm, very hot. And it's like... And I, and I vomited. <laughs> it was absolutely repulsive. And she like walks up to him and he's like, you look smashing. And he, I... Oh. It's just gross. It's, it's not okay, you guys. I don't care that she's 18. It's not okay. Yeah, me neither. Because it's like, a, I don't care. Like, there's just a... I mean, this is obvious, but, like, there's a difference between, like, the law and, you know, the relationship. Like, yeah, she's 18, so you could technically date her, do whatever you want with her, but it's just, like, like she's a kid. Like, she doesn't know. Yeah, she's not... Like, 18, 18 doesn't automatically make you understand adult relationships. Yeah, or like, sex. Yeah. Either. And like the effect She's that it can have on things. And it, I don't know. It's just so weird. And, um, yeah, but Giles gets him at the end whenever he's like, uh, oh, I guess we'll get there. So, um, yeah, so they're being gross. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, then Buffy, it, she's, she's chasing things down. And she gets there and, um, she realizes that the guy has already set three loose and there's one still in the cage. And so she, like, Kills the one in the cage, ties up the guy who's, like, doing it. This is all a very quick process. The whole scene takes about two minutes. And, <laughs> um, and then she goes to the prom to, like, find the other hellhounds. And she, she fights them, and she kills one, and then the other two get inside. So then she goes inside, and she kills another one. And then there's a last one, and a kid in formal wear walks out of the gym. And mm-hmm. Buffy, like, Buffy barely saves him, and she, like, she, listen, she takes care of it. And yeah. uh, the guy is like, oh thank you and she <laughs> and he leaves then Buffy she like she dumps all the bodies in like the trees outside the school and um and then she pulls her dress out of her bag and you're like yes she gets to go to prom and um so then she walks in and uh and you know Giles sees her and they're talking or whatever and then they start giving out the awards and you know, it, it oh, is. there's a there's a little bit where somebody else wins class, the class clown award, and um, he's got like all these balloons and like a bunch of gags with him and stuff. <laughs> and Xander's mad because he like thinks he's he's doing like low comedy, yeah. Um, which is like <laughs> me in high school. That's what I would have been pissed about too. Like not that I didn't that, win, but that he won for poor comedy. That's literally um, that is Patrick. Patrick won, lost uh, class clown to a guy who like apparently wasn't even that funny, and yeah. he was. And he like if you if you bring it up to him, it's still a sore subject. Like these <laughs> like class clowns get competitive apparently. Yeah, because the thing is, is that we class clowns. Like, we're there for you. You know, we yeah. put effort into our art <laughs> to, like, make the class enjoyable. And whenever you make somebody else class clown who it's did like not all that care work. about you the way that we did, <laughs> we're pissed. So 
somebody won up. We didn't have class clown, but we had, like, most creative, which was kind of like the class clown of the thing. Yeah. And everybody told me, they were like, I voted for you and your friend Cameron because we were the class clowns. And my friend Cameron won, and then a cheerleader won the other one. Uh. Yeah. And, which, like, nothing to say. Like, I, I have a friend who's a cheerleader, but <laughs> I know one cheerleader. But, uh, you know, they're just not, they don't usually have the same razzle-dazzle that us uh, artsy nah. types do. And um, I was absolutely furious. I was, I was furious. And uh, I've never talked about it with anybody and shared my true feelings until right now on this podcast. Now. Yeah, right now. Now's L- the time. Let it all out. Before I was just like, oh, who cares about these things? But in my head, I had the exact same no. reaction where I'm like, the people that vote for these things aren't funny anyway. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's like people... People who write about comedy aren't usually yeah, funny. Right. And then Fine. they're like, well, this isn't funny. And it's like, what? Yeah. Well, are um, you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But then we get to the important part. And Which Jonathan, is... of all people, steps up. Like, the <laughs> fact that it was Jonathan is just such a nice touch. Yeah. Because, like, the because like literally, uh, was it last week was Earshot? Or was it the week before? It was last week, I think. No, last week was No, choices, it was the week before. Then, yeah. The yeah. week before, so so he, um, so she has literally saved him, yeah. like him personally, saved his life from you know killing himself. And he's all. She's also been to his defense a couple of different times for like yeah, a, like a, there's one time where he gets bullied, and then there's another time where like something attacks him, and she saved him. Like he's just he's been around, you know. Yeah, and she and she. I feel like she's fond of him. You yeah, know, I feel she like is. there are those relationships in high school where you have people. Yeah. Where you're like, I like you. Yeah. You're all right. And I feel like they have that relationship. And so he went and pre- presented it. And that scene is like top 10 in the entire show for me. Yeah. It's a really good scene. It and is. Jonathan's also just the perfect symbol. Because, I mean, it's exactly. The, the letter starts with, like, we're not good friends. Yeah. Most of us never took the time to get to know you. But yes. we know that you're there for us, and we know that you've always come through for us, and we know that you've sacrificed a lot for us. Yeah. And, like, I'm getting chills talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Jonathan's just the perfect signifier of that, where it's like, we know your name, like, we've said hi, but, yeah. like, you've done so much for us anyway. And, yeah, and um, it's just, it's, 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 like, it's a great speech for so, so, so many reasons. Yeah. One of them is that he's, like... It's no secret that Sunnydale isn't like other schools. Like, a yeah. lot of weird stuff happens here. And then you get callbacks to all of the last three seasons. Yeah. Where one of them's like, zombies. And the other one's like, hyenas. And then someone's like, Snyder. Yeah. Which is so high school. Yeah. Like, it's it so high so school. Good. And it was written, like, just the writing of it was great. It just, it seemed like high schoolers wrote it. Yeah, and you then... Know? And then he's like, because he, he said, like, we're pleased to announce that Sunnydale, the class of 99, yeah. has, the, has the lowest mortality rate of any, of, of any, any graduating class. class. Yeah. And which is, That's like, because of Buffy. It's because of Buffy. It's because she's constantly there. She's constantly there, and she's constantly coming through for everybody. For and no she finally gets that. recognized. Yeah, she and so they give finally her, they made her a little umbrella, 
And they were like, so we are pleased to announce it's a, well, it's a new category. I guess we had a lot of write-in ballots. So that's another thing. It's not even like somebody was like, you know what? We should make something for, for Buffy. It's that they were counting up the votes for other things, and people kept writing in, like... You know what? You know what I think? This is what? my headcanon. Okay, I think me. that Jonathan started a little secret campaign. And then and he, like, went around. Yeah, I think he went around and talked to people, and he was probably like, class protector, guys, come on. Class yeah. protector. Like, like Jonathan let's get Buffy something. on the right page. Yeah, because yeah, she's th- not, like, she shouldn't have prom queen. Like, she shouldn't have any of those other awards I no guess. none of it would make sense because yeah. she's not it's not like she's popular she's not no. popular no she's she's just like like they all know like they all know that she's there they've all seen her like kick ass yeah. in school and stuff like that so like this is like the only thing that makes sense yeah and the so after he gets done reading it and this is like what like just he, he gets done reading the, the little speech and then he, like, gets the award, and he, the, the look on his face is, like, a real genuine, like, look of happiness. Oh, I didn't even shut it. it. I, was, like, I was looking at the award because I was trying to... I, I couldn't tell what it was at first. Yeah. It's a little he, umbrella. Because an he, umbrella protects the, the look, he has just, just this look on his face that's like, you deserve this. Yeah. Like, like... I'm I'm gonna hold on, I'm gonna see if I can look it up on YouTube class protector speech. What? I'll look it up. I'll look it up in a second. Okay. I'll look it up in a second because we can't. Um, <laughs> it's it's just it's just like it's just a very like it's not cheesy. No, it's, it's not, really like, not. That's why it was overwritten. So, yep. Yeah. Because if she would have won prom queen, that would have been cheesy. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting because you would think that this would be even more, like, class protector. That sounds, like, so, like, just yep. But the something. fact of the matter is that, like, if you're if you're taking the show seriously, um, and you're not just, like, binging it for no reason. Because, I mean, like, I, I take it pretty seriously. I mean, obviously we put, we spend a lot of time talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, like, she, she gets in real danger. Like, if this, yeah. if this shit were real... She would be putting... She's 16 years old, 15 years old. When, is she 16 when we meet her? She is. She's... She, uh, no, because she has her 16th birthday. Yeah, she's 15. So she's 15, 16, 17. She is laying her life on the line every single fucking day. And, uh, like, I don't, I'm emotional. I'm emotional. Every, listen, everybody who listen, who is listening to this podcast right now, they get it. They know what Buffy's uh-huh. done. They know how incredible she is. Um... So she gets the award, and it's really sweet, and everybody's looking at her with the same look that Jonathan has, of just being like, thanks, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, uh, yeah, so then she gets the award, and then she's talking to, uh, she goes down, she's hanging out with her friends, and then we see Giles and Wesley, and Wesley walks up to him and is like, can I ask you about something? Can I ask your opinion on something? Um, so can I fuck Cordelia, basically? <laughs> And he, Giles, is like, my God, man, she's 18, and you have the emotional maturity of a blueberry scone, so just get at it. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, is that it was kind of a matter of when, because of how immature Wesley is. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I mean, he just would have done it. He just would have collapsed, because Cordelia is hot, and Wesley isn't smart enough to, like, have any of these uh, realizations, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very grateful for that. Because the thing is, is that it could have... The show could have uh, kind of villainized Cordelia for it. But with, by Giles saying, like, she's 18 and you are emotionally immature. So, mm-hmm. sure, go do it. You know? Like, that puts a lot of, or a lot less of the pressure on her. You know? Yeah. And it just... I, I just think it could have been... If you want to talk about feminism, I think that's an instance of it because I do think that... Uh, I mean, like, the way that you talk about Lolitas and, uh, you know, jailbait and things like that, like, that blames mm-hmm. the girl instead of the adult man who is being gross and can't seem to control himself right. for whatever reason. And I think in this, this this instance, they're really being like, like, yeah, Cordelia is pursuing him, but it's because she's 18 and Wesley's falling for it and encouraging Cordelia because he can't get his shit together. Yeah, because he's... <laughs> yeah, he's really he's really taking advantage of a situation here, you know. And yeah. it's like, I mean, at least it's consensual, I guess, if we're talking about it seriously. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm 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 hesitant. Yeah, I know I, mean, I know legally, yes, it is, but right. I think Cordelia. I mean, maybe maybe we're not giving her enough credit. I guess maybe well, consent is also tricky when the person like it's back to that thing of like eighteen year olds don't automatically understand. Uh, the, the maturity or, like, the heaviness that can come with sex or whatever, or... Yeah. Uh, like, I just can't imagine... Like, I know what I was like at 18, and what I was like at 18 would not understand at all what it would feel like to be 20. And that's only yeah. a two-year difference. And Wesley's, like, what, 36, 37, maybe you could uh-huh. call him that? And so, I like, think, I don't know. I see. We don't like it. We don't like it, point blank. No, We're not gonna... I don't like it. Yep. Point blank. Doesn't matter. We, we know all the nuances, and we know all the gray areas, and we don't like it. No. <laughs> two thumbs down. Two thumbs down from Buffy. Yeah, he was he was 33. Okay, cool. At the time of filming. Um, okay, and then the more important thing happens, and so Wesley gets up, and he goes to, to, to prey upon a child, <laughs> and, um, and Buffy's talking to Giles, and uh, Giles is like... I didn't know that children in mass could be gracious. Yeah. And, which I, I think is hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, cause that's the same, it, that's the same thing. Then that's why it caught it. That's why it caught everybody so off guard is because it's like, do you, you guys have noticed this whole time? Because they haven't noticed. Like, there's yeah. no, none of them have ever thanked her. No, ever. And like, like, usually like they just look at her in a scary way because she just killed something in front of them. And they usually look at her as like she's the killer and it's like no i just saved your ass but it's so funny because the guy the the guy earlier that she saves outside the gym Uh he doesn't even get the words thank you out no he doesn't he just stutters he's like and she goes you're welcome yeah so Um, she's used to this i think that had to have been deliberate like she's used to she's used to these people not really knowing how to thank her not really knowing how to approach the you know the idea of of thanking someone who just saved your life from something that shouldn't exist yeah yeah like these things should not be real right yeah no i think i think you're right i think that was deliberate having that one the one instance of like like him literally not thanking her because he's physically incapable of it yeah um and I also think that was, uh, that might have been an indicator as to, like, because cause we know in that instance, he didn't say thank you because he's too scared shitless to do anything. Yeah. And I think that is supposed to be applicable to, like, everybody else as well. Like, mm-hmm. they just, they don't understand it. And they just don't know what to do. And they're kids, and they don't know how to, like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it was so sweet, though. Oh, but It was anyway. very sweet. 
So Buffy's talking to Giles, and then Giles looks up over her shoulders, and I don't even remember what he says, but he gets he says something to make Buffy turn around. And Angel shows up to the prom in in the tux that Buffy's wearing. He's wearing a tux, and um, he like she walks up to him, and like she's she's on the verge of tears this entire time. I mean, that's the Mm -hmm. impression that I got. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. When I was looking at her face, and uh, and you know he like in his face, he's just like like I'm I'm trying to make this as good as I can, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think. uh, I mean. I, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just very, it's very, like, it's sad. Yeah. Because you know this is it for them. Like, uh-huh. this is it. They're not getting back together. Right. And, and yeah, just, yeah, it was definitely, um, I, I think it was our moment of closure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because she was, she was happy enough being there right then without him there. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it was in the back of his mind, her mind, I mean. Right. Um, but then he shows up, and she's like, this is it. This is the perfect prom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 I killed some demons. <laughs> I got class protector and angel. Like, He's here, yeah. Yeah, it was just very sad and sweet. It was very sad. and so, But they, like, they're on the same page. You know, he walks up, and they're yeah. talking a little bit. And then he's like, it's, it's just for tonight. And she was like, I know. I mean, I understand. And she's saying, like, she says that. Mm-hmm. Because she's saying, like, she's telling him, like, I understand. Like, why you're leaving. Yes. I, I, she's like, I see your reasoning, and it's not illogical. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. It was just, <clears throat> I, it was really well done. It was really, really well done. I think this whole episode was, I think the, I think the way that they used the supernatural thing to, like, kind of fill in some gaps, mm-hmm. um, thematically i guess as far as like uh you know they use they use the the shitty supernatural under under thing to uh make the point about the guy not saying thank you yeah um to make the point about how much buffy enjoys slang about how like it's comfort food and things like that mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't know i just thought they did a good job but they also like made fun of it you know and it provided like some uh some lightness and like some camp to the episode i yeah I just thought, for sure i just thought it was really well done and um so yeah, is this I moving really into ratings it. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm, um, I'm gonna. I'm giving it a nine. I'll give it a nine as well. That's what I was gonna. I was like, do I want to give it a ten? And I was like, no. It just didn't have that ten feeling for me. No, it didn't. But it, it's close. It's a really great episode. It, yeah, it is. It um, it did a really, really good job sealing up. Cause okay, so graduation day is gonna be intense, and yeah. we've got it's a two parter. Um, yeah, duh. They all yeah. they always are. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so it's a two-parter, and I know it's gonna be, like, really jam-packed with action and all these different things, and it's gonna be really heavy on the supernatural side. Mm-hmm. And so, and, like, uh, you know, well thought out, and the mayor, and all this stuff. Yeah. And so I thought prom did a perfect job of, like, kind of tying the bow on the high school part of things. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like... Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, the graduation, I'm sure we'll get, like, a, a nice moment where Buffy... I'm, I'm assuming she'll get to walk across the stage or something with her diploma, but... But, yeah, I just thought I thought this episode just did a wonderful to, uh, wonderful job of being like, all right, and we're moving on. Like, Angel's yeah. gone, and we got we got closure with him. We got the breakup and the closure in one episode. Um, you know, we got and it class, didn't feel forced. No, it really didn't. And, which is um, nice. And she got the, the class protector, which is, like... Like, it's kind of a symbol of, like... Your time is done here. Our mm-hmm. time is done here. Thanks. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I just thought it, I thought it was really, really well done. Yes. Very into it. 
And Good job, all involved. Next week, we're going to see what happens with the mayor. And I got to tell you, I'm intrigued because mm-hmm. this is just like, I mean, this sounds like a, you know, like a promo for a show, but it's like, how are they going to kill him? Like, how are they going to defeat How's him? How's it going to happen? I don't know, but we're going to find guys, out. And you get you get two episodes in one. Yep. Because yes, you do. that's what we do here on <laughs> Speak. I like it though. I'm excited. I'm excited to be done. I'm not excited to be done with season three because season four is weird. But like, I'm excited uh, to move into season five, six, and seven. Yeah. Okay. Which is season four is just a vehicle. Is, is season four the worst one? Is that the one that you always yes. tell me is bad? Okay, it is great. the worst one. Wow, I can't wait. Season one, season one is weird. Is is bad in a in a different way. Season yeah. four feels like a little like people weren't trying. Um, oh no. A little. Well, there's um, some good storylines that come out of season four that the following seasons take and do better. Yeah. Um, but season four in a whole in its whole is very strange, and I'm really excited to see what you think of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, join us next week for the last episode of season three. Um, we're bringing it home, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it and... all comes down to this, <laughs> as a CW announcer might say. In between the time of now and next week when we're talking about graduation, uh, you should follow us on Twitter, at yes. Buffy underscore speak. Yes. You should follow our personal Twitters that are in the bio of the Buffy Speak Twitter. You should send us an email, and you should uh, tell Beth congratulations on graduating. And, uh, yeah, you should listen to our other episodes, and you should subscribe, and you should talk to us. Please leave us ratings. All of that. That stuff. Do it. Yay! Be involved. We love talking to you guys. We love it when y'all do things. Mm -hmm. We like it. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like staring at something that, like, shouldn't be moving. Whenever we're looking at fans, and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, something will happen, and Beth and I will be like, oh, it moved! (laughs) And then, like, it's still for a while, and then one of us is like, wait, wait, no, just watch it. Just watch it. And then it'll move again, and we're like, oh, did you see it? Look at it! (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Yes. And that's it. That's that about that. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye!